1: any disease
0: it's monday april 20th i'm oscar ramirez from the daily dive podcast in los angeles and this is your daily coronavirus update coronavirus and social distancing has disrupted the power of touch while we maintain distance things like the handshake may be dying you can't hug a friend or loved one and some feel like they may be in touch isolation so what does this mean for how we connect with each other when this is all over it may take some time to get things back to normal and feel comfortable with the way we touch and want to be touched. In the meantime, experts agree you should give your skin whatever it needs to make it feel its best. Tim Tiemann, senior editor at The Daily Beast, joins us for a conversation about the power of touch, its importance, and how it might come back. Thanks for joining us, Tim. Thank you so much. Very happy to be here. wanted to talk about touch, continuing our coverage about coronavirus and COVID-19 You know, when all of this is over and we hope that we can get back to normal sooner rather than later, you know, one of the things we've been practicing right now is this whole social distancing. Stay away from people. Don't come within six feet of people. And, uh, you know, Dr. Anthony Fauci, one of the faces of the coronavirus response team for the administration, he says right now we shouldn't be shaking anybody's hands and it might be something that might never come back. There's a lot of stuff going on right now with regards to touch and how we experience other people. And who knows what it's going to look like when we get on the other side of this thing. So, Tim, you wrote an article about how coronavirus has killed the power of touch and how do we reconnect. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes.
2: I was really just fascinated because of the contradictions that your introduction lays out just personally. I was also talking to one of the people I quote in the article who's anonymous, a friend of mine, who spoke to me at the weekend. We were just having a chat about various things, and he he said how much he was missing touch as a single person. And it really just sort of got me thinking about touch at this moment and how almost overnight, our experience of touch generally has completely changed. Just generally, the nervousness we now have around touch because touch at the moment um, is seen as a vector of transmission of this invisible, terrible disease, right? So people are extremely nervous, most obviously around handshaking, hugging or kissing somebody on the cheek think about the whole range of touch responses we have to not only our closest friends our loved ones people we may have sex with but also just professional contacts people that you may see in an office or in a meeting all of those touch signals would seem at least in the short term if and when we come out of this as things we won't need to rethink because my senses at the moment no pun intended that people feel generally extremely nervous around touch. And that nervousness will carry on in some extent, at least in the early part of our post-coronavirus world, as we begin to think about collectively gathering together again in whatever numbers, and in whatever spatial requirements are attached to that. But at some point we're gonna go back out into the world together. And at that point people will have decisions to make around how they touch or do not touch others and conversely how people wish to be touched
0: I just had an experience with this just in this past week I have a friend a co-worker who I've known for many years I had to drop something off mm-hmm. at his house and uh, he recently had a kidney transplant actually so he's already kind of in this social distancing mode but for years, ah, sure. but for years you know I- I'm a hugger I've hugged him shook his hands we've shared food off the same plate and I dropped it was yeah. just a letter I had to drop off at his house And there was this weird moment where we kind of both leaned in and then took back because, you know, we're our natural inclination was to hug as we greet. And and we realized, okay, we have to not do this. So the question I have, were Americans ever touchy feely in that way? I know there's been some research and ongoing research done into that. Uh, Americans as a culture, do we are we that way?
2: As an Englishman, as you can tell by my accent, my impression was um, Americans were pretty touchy-feely compared to us <laughs> when I came here 10 years ago to live. But according to Professor Tiffany Field, who's one of the people quoted in the article, she heads up the Touch Institute at the University of Miami. This is a natural scientific institute devoted to the study of touch. She and her team have been uh, in the most recent study before COVID-19 hit us. Her and her team were going to American, mostly American airports to observe the behavior of travelers at departure gates. And what she and her team observed was a remarkable lack of touch amongst people. She said that 98% of the people that they observed were simply in sort of solitary, non-touching other units, scrolling on their mobile phones and pretty pretty engrossed in that. So for Professor Field, she said that America traditionally had not been a touchy-feely country and this again goes back to some supposition around why um, countries such as Italy and France, um, European countries where touch, and touch between generations is seen as a very fulsome and wonderful thing to do. Why they may have been hit so hard by COVID-19. One of the researchers I spoke to said, look, the thing that's gonna be a game changer if it, if it happens is medicine and medical advance and vaccine. And when, And if there is progress on all those fronts, when this begins to feel in society like a manageable thing, um, if it ever feels like that because of medical advances, because of a vaccine, because of some notion that it can be treated, but it won't be a, a, a terrible consequence for a broad range of people, then maybe, maybe we can return to some kind of touch normality or some semblance of that, and we will feel less nervous about touching each other But that is going to be something, again, that is going to be tested on us collectively. And
0: that's an interesting point because everybody experiences this in a different way. You know, there's a lot of research that shows there's a lot of benefits to touching, both physical and psychological. But the way people experience touch, especially right now and and how they they miss it, let's say, is different. You know, single people are probably more isolated than somebody that has a partner, right? Uh, For them, it's probably more about observing proper space than touching uh, so everybody that's kind of absolutely goes, right you know some of the experts and, and people that you talk to in the article too say you know you got to give your skin everything it wants right now you know whether it's the simple things like having a, a bath or a, you know a luxurious lotion or something something that can help you in any way to get through this
2: yeah you're absolutely right that's some um, beautifully summarized yes I mean what you're going through at the moment will depend very much on if you are with somebody. Or if you're not. Um, If you're single and solo, you, if you're abiding by social distancing and the instructions that we've been given, will not be being touched or touching anybody else. If you are in a family situation or if you're in a relationship, um, if you have a partner, if you're in a household or an apartment where there is somebody else that you are involved with, that you are isolating with, you will most likely, um, if the relationship is good, and I hope it is, um, will be experiencing touch and touching that other person in some sense. And so touch, we know, um, helps with the immune system, digestion, tiredness, it's it's basically, it releases this thing called oxytocin, which is a good thing, it's a stress release. They call it the love hormone. Um, So when we're intimate with somebody, and when we're touched by somebody that we're intimate with, this gets released and it's good for us. So at the moment, for single people, they're not really getting that. And one of the researchers said it would be fascinating to see in that range of single people, um, whether oxytocin is is dipping below certain levels. Um, And certainly the psychological state of people not being touched um, for a long period of time, the researchers think is detrimental, um, that touch is necessary for a happy and stable mind. So that's something to look at for the future. And looking into that future, as you say, how we treat our skin, which is something I hadn't thought about until I spoke to the researchers, apparently is key. Like you say, lotions bath anything that stimulates the skin surface is a good thing in whatever way you like the researchers say the scientists say do that and that will at least if you are on your own make you feel better and make your skin feel better and give you some sensory sort of pleasure and then moving on from that obviously we come to sex which is something which again if single people living on their own are following instructions they will not be having sex right now and so the researchers are, again, pointing to the importance if people like it and if it gives them pleasure of masturbation and feeling kind of OK about that and doing that. And maybe that becomes kind of important to those people at the moment. Obviously, if you're in a relationship, if you're in a couple of any kind, then, sexual, then sex and sexual intimacy may be part of that experience. And, you know, good, good for you and lucky yeah. you, if, if you if you have that and if you have that experience. It's the long-term effects of this which is which are fascinating researchers at the moment. And Professor Field in Miami, it is a fascinating survey of touch, but also just our general feelings of quarantine. She has launched a sort of a COVID-19 quarantine survey of us. And the questions are super intelligent and super interesting and really wonderful as a survey to sit with. They're not stupid questions, they, they really make you think about not just your touching and how you're being touched or the touching that you're doing, your fear around touch, being outside in the world if you're getting groceries or on the street, in the supermarket, but also the joy of touch if you're getting any touch that gives you any pleasure. And then also talking about anxiety, depression, and all kinds of associated things with the quarantine experience. And I definitely recommend you and your listeners just to look at the survey and even take it.
0: Yeah, it definitely would be interesting to see what happens after this. You know, we're going through this moment. People call it touch isolation, and there could be this moment of touch PTSD. You know, people are still going to be worried about the virus yeah. after social distancing gets lifted, and, and you know how will we react? You know, will will a handshake ever come back? You know, things like that. It's going to be these long-lasting effects that we'll have to keep an eye out for. So it, it is. It's really, a, a It is really subject. fascinating.
2: The researchers and scientists. They are optimistic that there will be some, in time, when we feel assured that there is some level of safety, um, they are confident that touch in some form will emerge again. And as I said in my piece, it's ironic that we're feeling so conflicted and strange around touch right now because in the hospitals all around our country, there are doctors and nurses in intensive care with patients who are very ill and dying, who, as, because their families cannot be with them, the last things that they, they are sometimes doing, or when they're just very sick, something they do for comfort, is to hold their hand, which is the most profound thing they could do at that moment. So imagine that. We're feeling rightly weird about it. And then in those hospitals, at the most critical moment for those patients, confronting their mortality they are being touched and touch being that last maybe sensation or the most fundamental sensation to give them comfort, love, and a sense of belonging. So there's an assertion of touch at the very heart of this pandemic that is almost an act of, of love and defiance, I guess, which is kind of amazing.
0: Tim Teeman, senior editor and writer at the Daily Beast. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: at luckylandslots.com.
0: Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
1: You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandys can give you that comforting pause. <sighs>